are so uh, welcome, and, and uh, I don't know how I'm saying this. My brain is a hundred different directions yes. today, Bonnie. I yes. promise you, it's crazy right now. It's crazy. I know it's so much, uh, but uh, you know, I just did a show last Monday, and because of the pressing issues, I just have to do it again tonight uh, before everything breaks loose. But you know, I have a bad feeling about February. What about you? I know that the WHO treaty is not due to be signed until May 20, giving WHO the absolute global authority over all. uh, you know, catastrophes, essentially, they want to include climate control in there, which would, of course, be giving apple pie away uh, to those who want to control. Absolutely. And that's not till May 20. So we have a few we have a few months here. But how do you feel about February? Uh, it's interesting you bring February up because I got a message uh, and actually a phone call from a friend of mine that's an engineer in FEMA, and and I have a feeling that this engineer has some connections high enough up in FEMA that it's the ones that sit in the circles when I spent quite a bit of time with Intel out of D.C., but uh, the friend of mine there has had to retire due to health issues. But at any rate, the my engineer called me, called me today and said, you know that we are anticipating right around the 18th of February, some of the worst severe weather you could ever imagine. Now, top that off with then, I get a text from this engineer that says, uh, we just got notice that all government entities need to be fully prepared by the 18th of February to be able to work totally off grid. Right. CME, coronal is, mass ejection. Right. But how would they know that far in advance wow. of a CME? Ooh. That's too far. We, we wouldn't know that. But, but now there is one way you could know it. If you realize what's coming in advance. Now, I have, uh, I've heard now that there has been discussion that, that the binary planet will be visible by uh, right around the 1st of April. Now, if that were to really, and that's visible, that doesn't mean that it'll be here on top of us yet, but just, I guess you'd be able to see it with a telescope or something like that. That's the only thing I know. I don't don't really know what that means. Uh, I've tried to get information from my own sources to see if I could corroborate that, because that's not from my sources on that. Uh, The only thing that I have heard on that issue is that they do know that this year is some really anticipated uh, events, but no dates were were given as far as in that regards. But let's just say, let's just say theoretically that were to be correct, then it would explain then why we would see uh, a February weather pattern that could be so drastic, and because they're talking about extreme temperature drops. And uh, much like what we've seen here, I mean, I, I, you know, where I live out here in Bonnie, I mean, you, it'd be different. Up there in Oregon, I'd expect you guys to get minus three degrees. Where I live here in Tennessee, no. <laughs> minus three degrees doesn't even make sense. My poor rooster got frostbite on his little crown on his head. Oh. I just noticed it today. Yeah, that I happens. didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah, you so, had to put Vaseline on him. At least we did. 
Right. Okay. That, well, you do that before it gets cold then, correct? Yeah, it kind of insulates their uh, peripheral uh, you know, ha- system, so, you know, whatever it is. I don't think it's plentiful with the blood supply. So, anyway, yeah, we do. We have to. Right. Um, but uh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. I was going to uh, qu- query a uh, worst weather imaginable what that would be, but I suspect the. Um, well, I'm ex- they're looking at more temperature, uh, major drops. In fact, uh, a friend of mine that lives here in Tennessee, I was making that comment to him. I said, you know, I'm hearing that around the 18th of February, it's supposed to be really bad weather here again. And uh, he said to me, he said, well, he said, it's interesting that you bring that up. He said, because uh, we do know that uh, it is common here in Tennessee that instead of January, February sometimes are the worst months for our weather here. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's so. But, you know, we're talking about totally different issues. And, And then here's what's really weird. Right, Bonnie? Today, nearly 70 degrees. That's it. I was going to say this week, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we haven't gotten ups. We haven't gotten, you know, postal packages. We haven't we haven't gotten any deliveries because nobody wants to come down our quarter mile driveway. Uh, And I don't blame (laughs) them. (laughs) But so we got a bunch, you know, they just stack them up and throw them on our our, on our porch. Uh, But this week. Okay, that's just been for the last... We're just coming out of it now. This week, it's going to be 63 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Now, here's what's weird. All right, before you go into that further, I want to just throw this out there, and then let's continue on with it. Okay. One of the things that I heard, and this was coming out of D.C. intel that I was getting, and this is long before we ever... This was actually, oh, a year and a half ago, that we're going to start seeing... The way the weather patterns were going to go, we will start seeing temperatures that are, and this was right after the, well, I was told this before the Texas event, and then I was told after the Texas event that what happened in Texas is going to happen again. And it's going to be worse. What happened in Texas? Oh, the ice storm? Yes. The ice. Okay, not the border. The ice storm that they had a couple of years ago. Yes. Where the whole place and no power. Right. We would see that again, and it would only get worse. It would only get worse. You know, I put up an an interview. It was done actually in 2010. Put up by Nathan Leal. It caught my attention because I knew of the binary system. In fact, um, the report was that the Navy had hired two astrophysicists to investigate why their satellites were being burned up in space. And the astrophysicists say this is probably, this binary system has been affecting our Earth probably since World War II. That is the reason for the upticks in the severity and the number of hurricanes. And uh, exactly what you say, that extreme weather, extreme hot, extreme cold, extreme dry, extreme wet, extreme uh, snowy, extreme uh, just frozen. Um, right. Th- that was part of it. Oh, boy. 
Well, interesting time to be alive, Stephen. May oh we may we huddle under under the wings that Yeshua said that he longed to uh, uh, a cradle his his uh, brothers in in exactly. Matthew twenty three. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's the only <clears throat> safety. Yes. Because... Anything more on the extreme weather? What about <clears throat> precipitation or? Um, well, EMP. we have heard uh, uh, quite a bit about, well, this is what I was told from D.C. back earlier in the year, that the way you know this binary system is cl- is close is because of extreme weather. Yeah. And because we will see constant, um, we'll see flooding, we will see massive rains, massive snowstorms. Uh, that was one of the things, too, that I said that I was told by FEMA is that uh, in February, we're going to have some ice storms that are going to be completely out of this world. Wow. And, um, you know, so, you know, and, and, you know, let's hope it doesn't happen like that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is it may very well. And uh, so we've got to we've got to be ready for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and at least be prepared that, you know, that these type things could happen. And, uh, you know, so that, you know, that we're that we're not caught off guard. Well, the the main thing, the 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 directive to be prepared to work off grid is concerning because installing widespread uh, solar panels is state controlled. And in California, it, you have to hook it through your electrical system. In California, they found that even though the power was shut off because of the fires, they thought, okay, we have the solar system, but no. The solar system without power on would not work. Yes. Well, the, you know, the thing is, Bonnie, I think what we're going to be facing uh well, I would say this: when it comes to the solar, so the uh, solar panels, that's the reason why I don't like it when we, when we're using solar panels that are hooked up uh, by that are hooked up in conjunction with the power company. Yes, they they, they control it. Absolutely. So I got mine, and I haven't even hooked mine up yet, but I have, and I'm not, I don't really know how to do it the right way, anyway. But I know how to hook it up to where. If I want to use it for, um, how would you put it? If you want to use it to where it's uh, totally off hooked grid. up, yeah, to where I, I don't have to worry about being involved with with the uh, power company. Exactly. Yeah. I can do that, and and in the process, um, when I do that, I can actually set my set my solar panels up to where you just plug them in and that's the only way I'd know how to do it I, I, because I, I don't know I know there's a way to hook it up to your power system but you got to know how to do it to where it right. doesn't affect the people on the opposite end that's the only thing I don't know how to do and you could still do that and they couldn't control it but you got to know what you're doing with that right and, and I mean you should you could if you don't plug it into an independent generator Right, I, right. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna pray that mine works because we spent a lot of money to have the whole house outfitted with alternate 
and here they're going to take it away. I don't know. Now, now, it did when you had it when you had it done though? Did you did you basically pay to have it done independently though, or was it? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, a, I don't know. Oli did it, so you know it was a solar company that um, uh, you know that he. I don't know how we found them. I don't know much about it, actually. I just is, know. Is right. As long as they, I know we did it in Orlando when we lived there, but it was actually done with a company in conjunction with the power company, and you got a discount for doing it and all that kind of good stuff, but you never had any control over it. That's right. And they take 70% of our power. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're only, can... we're only, you know, getting a a, a little whiff of of solar assisted power in our house. Oh, anyway, wow. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Okay, any anything political going on? Um, uh, but we'll we'll go back to the border, which I don't think is I'm not sure is going to survive February. Any other political event that you think um, is is really? Um... I I think our election that's coming up is going to be very interesting. You know, Bonnie, I was I was actually looking at some of the issues regarding the election, and and I began to think about it more biblically. One of the first ones that caught my attention when I began to examine this was Nikki Haley. And and I'm not when I say these things, I, it's not to pick on Nikki Haley, um, and 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 it's not going to be to pick on Donald Trump. But I just want to share some insights that maybe we don't think about, and when we're looking at this election. But in the case of Nikki Haley, uh, she is pro-Israel to the point of. In my opinion, I would say blindness. I think people should be pro-Israel. They should be, they should support Israel and and do all we can to help them. But at the same time, not to be blinded and allow the synagogue of Satan to rule uh, the people and totally destroy democracy in in, in favor of a theocracy. I pray and, for this. I pray for Brother Judah every day. Yes. So. Uh, and and that's the other thing we have we have uh the believers that are that are there that yes. you know that you know that uh they're caught in the crossfire of Absolutely. all this as well right so i began to think about nikki haley and i thought to myself gosh you know she's she's a she's a very i mean at one point in life i would have probably been a major backer i'd probably be down there at the polls helping her win but then i began to think about it what's going to happen in the very, very near, in the not so distant future, we're about to get a government in this nation, if it goes to the polls, that is. But if it does, I have a strong suspicion Nikki Haley is going to be in there one way or the other. May not be as president. She may go in there as a VP pick for somebody. Not really sure yet. But then I couldn't help but think, if you're that staunch supporter of Israel. And now some of the ultra-Orthodox rabbis are really calling for the Noahide laws, even inside of the United Nations. You had the uh, rabbi from the Poway Synagogue. And, and certainly, uh, that, that was a heartbreaker. People died in that, that shooting. You know, and, it's, and, and I am totally against violence against Jewish people. I mean, heck, you know, I come from a Jewish family. Of course, I don't support stuff like that. But at the same time, I know that those laws, according to the Talmudic writings, is that the punishment is beheading, capital punishment by beheading. Absolutely. Well, here's, 
Here's what's crazy, though. Think about it. Who is the one that started beheading in, in the biblical days during the time of Yeshua? It was Herodias. And what was it? John only complained about the illegal marriage that was going on between uh, Herod and Herodias because it was his brother's wife and he was still alive. And he said, it's not lawful for you to have her. Now, I began to look at that and I thought, well, isn't that interesting? That's basically what they're trying to do now. They're trying to, politically, they want to unite the believers with Israel. They want to unite us to such a point to where we have to go back to Talmudic way of belief. Yes. And they're trying to say that Israel is going to run the world. Yes. So, which is certainly you, the it, Talmudic uh, prophecy from, I don't know, hundreds of years ago. I don't know if it began with Sabbatai's V and uh, what is he, 1500s, or where that began. Yes. But you see it again and again and again. You know, we're going to rule the world, and we're each going to have 2,800 slaves. Gentile slaves, no less. Absolutely. So, well, they and, can't and, enslave, you know, their own brother Judah. <laughs> they don't recognize, you know, the uh, the greater greater Israel as being grafted in, or maybe actually, you know, having the blessing of the ten northern tribes for all these, oh, what, oh, twenty five plus hundred years. I mean, when it says the blessing runs for a thousand generations, we haven't even made a dent in that. Exactly. And, and see, here's the thing. There's, here, you know, as those Jewish believers early on, mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago, the day of Pentecost, mm -hmm. and then they believed that Yeshua was the Messiah. They received the Holy Spirit. They received the very that was what Abraham was looking for. That was the promise he was looking for. Now, the thing is, is they're reverting things back. Now they're trying to say, oh, we're going we're gonna to revert back. And instead of us bringing in Israel under the covenant uh, of Yeshua, they want to bring us under the covenant of the law. That's why I call it an illegal union. Now, had, had Herod's brother been dead kind of follow that idea had he been dead it would be okay for him to marry Herodias wouldn't have been a problem at all right so in this case here you know had if Israel if they died to their own way of thinking and accepted Yeshua as their Messiah then the marriage would be okay there would be no problem but no it's not like that they're wanting to they're wanting to do it totally unlawful so in this case, I wonder, and it's only a speculation, I can't say it for sure, but it would sure be kind of interesting if that's what happens. Nikki Haley gets in, and like Herodias, ends up, not, it's not that she'll call for the head of believers, no, but she will pass such anti-Semitic laws as a vice president or even president Let's say somebody else is president and that president dies and then she takes the place. She would pass such anti-Semitic laws to where the seven Noahide laws would be put into effect. So that's one thought. Second one is I looked also at Trump coming back into power. 
And I couldn't help but think about Barabbas. Now, and please, whoever's listening, you guys may love Trump. And I'll tell you something. Trump did a lot of good for this country. I'm not here to throw him under the bus when I say this. I'm wanting you to think for a minute. Barabbas was not a bad guy. Most of us think, oh, he was some kind of crazy psycho. No, he was arrested, for, yes, for murder, but for insurrection. The Greek word that's used there is insurrection. And so he was a seditionist. In other words, what did he do? He was there to fight for Israel's independence, and he didn't want the Romans ruling over them. The guy was a good guy in the sight of Israel. Yes, yes, yes. He didn't look like a bad guy, Barney. And no. here's what's weird, right? Now, all of a sudden, Pilate's got this. They got this rule. The Romans have a rule. You know, we're going to we let we give you a prisoner every year. And they basically voted for whoever they wanted to be able to get set free. Kind of like what a president does when he takes and he gives a, uh, a pardon. Yeah. Well, but in, but the thing is, is they had to vote for it. In this case, they had to vote for it. Instead of them just saying who they wanted, this time it was a vote because there was Jesus and then there was Barabbas. And Barabbas, being the insurrectionist, and the odd thing is, and I don't agree with this idea that Trump was involved in insurrection. I don't agree with that at all. I really don't. But, you know, I may not agree with him on some issues on other things, but I do not really believe that this man is guilty of that. But nonetheless, he's accused of it, just like Barabbas was accused of it. And was Barabbas really guilty? In reality, probably not, because he was for the freedom of Israel at right. that time from Roman rule. So right. I don't think maybe he was really guilty. Well, guilty, guilt didn't make it any difference because the people loved uh, anybody that would get rid of the Roman Empire. Exactly. Exactly. So here we come. But here's where the problem comes in. As we come down to the time to vote. And believe me, I definitely don't like Biden. I mean, I'd vote for anybody other than Biden. Yeah. You know, but the point is, is what are we faced with again? Yeah. Jesus, Yeshua, he was all about a spiritual kingdom. And the people couldn't wrap their brain around a spiritual kingdom. They were looking for the physical kingdom. Even the apostles asked him, when are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Yeah. So because they couldn't wrap their head around that part of it, and the Pharisees got them all worked up, and no doubt they said, if even though Yeshua had done so many good things, they said, if you vote him in, this man will never give us freedom from the Romans. And so they had them all worked up. We need Barabbas instead. Yep, freedom. An earthly kingdom. And that is the same issue now, because the rabbis are offering the earthly kingdom. Exactly, Bonnie. and, and I think that's what we're coming to. They're, go they're, they're trying desperately to co-opt the Brother Judah and co-opt the Christian body also. I know I was in yes. a group that was the Christian body, and I got kicked out of that group when I started <laughs> opposing uh, the uh, changes that the far-right government wanted to make with the judicial system in, quote, strengthening democracy. I said, how could this strengthen democracy to get rid uh, of the standard of reasonableness? They have no constitution. They don't have, it would actually cause, uh, a, what other standard is there? Could they use? They have no constitution. Anyway, I agree. Right. I agree. And it's 25 minutes. We had so many other places we were going to go, 
But that's it, brother. <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. Thank I you so much. It. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us. Please stay tuned uh, for, uh, you know, what's going to happen to the border um, and uh, some other issues that I have prepared. So uh, please stay tuned, and we shall... Okay, uh, we're going to start first with uh, Gaza, um, and you have some information on Gaza. A subscriber uh, sent you a message, and it's an important subscriber. What could you tell us about yeah, that, Steve? I sure can, Bonnie. And um, what the thing was that I, I did a short video uh, in preparation for one I'm going to go a little bit deeper on. And the title of the video was uh, "The Real Reason Israel Refuses to Aid Refuses Aid to Gaza." And when I say Israel, we you know we we always say this collectively because it's a state, but it's not collectively for those that are doing the evils and the wicked in the land. And I know I, I keep stressing that, but I do that, Bonnie, because you never know who's going to tune in on the broadcast and. I don't want people to think that we do not love our Jewish brothers and sisters there and that would, you know, the, you know, cause we love them. We care about them. We care about what happens to the people of Israel. And uh, so it's in no means to, to degrade that just because you got a handful of rotten eggs. Like Absolutely. we have Biden to say as well in comparison to Biden, you know, Biden, although the evils and the nonsense that he does as a president, uh, or whoever really is running the country because yeah. he doesn't have the ability to run the country. No. Uh, but it's a no reflection to the American people or the values that the American people as a whole hold. Yes. Uh, so that's that's something that I've always feel that we really have to stress because this has nothing to do with anti-Semitism and, and, and quite con to the contrary. I mean, Anybody that knows uh, about some, there was one of the former uh, heads of Mossad uh, who spoke about how that anti-Semitism is used as a weapon to silence critics uh, of whatever the policies are that are going on, and as well as a professor, or no, I'm sorry, it was a, uh, a politician of Israel, and I forget her name, but she also, too, uh, uh, she was on Democracy Now!, and she spoke about that, how that anti-Semitism, she said, if you're saying something that we don't agree with, we quickly use anti-Semitism to, uh, to silence the people. So 
you know, that's that's something that you just got to keep in mind. So, uh, you know, our, our, our love and, and support of, of, of Judah is, is still always there and always will be. Yes. Um, I remember I was on henrymacow.com, uh, and, and there there's an article. I read it. The title of it, uh, Anti-Semitism, written by a Jewish lady. Everything on that site is written probably by some ilk of Brother Judah. And, uh, I mean, they they know what's going on. She said, anti-Semitism is a trick to silence the opponents. Right. That's the very one I was talking about right there, Bonnie. Exactly what Uh, you just said. Okay. um, So, yes, that's that's exactly what we're dealing with. So so going back to this, what I wanted to share with everyone is that I was sitting and doing some some study on, on ancient documents the other night. And uh, and I I began to start to realize that there was a very demonic reasoning for uh, the the withholding of aid to the people of Gaza, more specifically uh, the aid for the hospitals, the anesthesia, things like that. And the reason being is because. Uh, it, it would it would force the the uh, because well let me first say it would be no problem whatsoever the trucks are sitting on the border with Gaza to bring in the medical aid with anesthesia all the necessary means to be able to help the people that are suffering uh, a lot of these people little children especially have nothing to do with what's going on and. Uh, but yet they're having to amputate limbs because of being just ripped to shreds from these bombs and these little children. In fact, one child, the surgeon that was having to do the amputation, it was his own child. And the child died from the pain itself, caused the child to have a heart attack and the child died. Oh, dear. And, and, you know, Bonnie, and these doctors are just torn apart yeah. Uh, because of so many, not just children, but adults as well, dealing with amputations. That's what most of these surgeries are about. Uh, or or they're dealing with ab- abdominal uh, shrapnel and surgeries. Anybody ever had anything to do with the abdominal area of surgery, they got to put you to sleep. There's no way to control the pain there. Um, so the whole point was, I began to recognize we know that these demonic entities, not just the interdimensional entities that are coming in and out of our, our, our plane now, but even some of the elite that are, we'll say, genetically connected to these entities, they feed on pain and suffering of humanity. Oh, that's awful. Yes. And the not only that, you have where they'll talk about the adrenal chromes and things like that, uh, that they want to harvest, but they they torture the victim to get them to such a state of fear and anxiety. And that's what releases that hormone into the bloodstream. And then they consume, uh, sadly enough, from these people. Uh, There was Recently, Bonnie, in uh, I think it was South America, a very famous model there was was invited to one of the inner circle meetings. As I was saying, though, because of this feeding on the fear and and the suffering of the people, uh, 
I think this is the reason why they have refused the aid. And then Shimantov, very precious brother, we've had him on before. I know, Bonnie, you know who he is. Yes. Um, he's, he's just to give you the listeners a little background on him. Uh, he lives in Israel. Uh, he, I believe he was, I think he was born in Israel as well, but later moved to Canada and then moved back to Israel as he got older. He, both his parents are survivors of Auschwitz. Uh, Shimon Tov is in his late 60s, I believe, maybe early 70s by now. Uh, we've been friends for probably a, a decade by now, I guess. He wrote to me this morning. He said, Shalom, I was just watched your video, The Real Reason Israel Refuses Aid to Gaza. So what I just told you about is what he's writing. And I, he said, I see you are now beginning to see in the way I have for the past 27 years. But we only know in part. The Lord has shown me little bits and pieces over the years. But the critical, the critical thing to keep in mind is we must fight to keep Yeshua as our primary focus. Otherwise, the enemy will suck us in. But yes, there are powers such as AI that are from hell, very much at work in the world, including Israel. Tell, shows the colors of those in charge. Truly, well, truly demonic. And, and you know, Bonnie, as you mentioned just now, children, mm -hmm. the, the suffering of children for the demonic entities is more important than that of an adult. I, I and, and all I did, I did a very short video, maybe 10 minutes. And, uh, and I was just, as I shared a little bit of that insight with people, I said, I'm going to dive deeper into it today and do the research and really share this with you because I know that there are, and, and I don't know which documents it is, it's, it's the Dead Sea Scrolls, where I've seen it at, I've got to find it. But before the judgment comes on this earth, there is to be a, a tremendous outpouring of blood. That's what causes the demonic forces to come is from the outpouring of blood. But I also want to look for if there, if I can find any connection, uh, because there's so much talk about the entities feeding on the fear of people. I want to see if there's something maybe in the Dead Sea Scrolls or, or, or even our own Bible uh, that I might be able to see if there is a link that we've kind of overlooked. I don't, I don't know, so I'm going to do a little study on it. Could the outpouring of blood be the impending World War III, do you think? It is definitely that as well. That's not just limited, by the way, to Gaza. I mean, there's been a lot of death there, yes. Right. But Ukraine, for example, yes. no different in, in Ukraine and Israel. A tremendous amount of death has happened there. Uh, children, of course, yes. Not to the numbers of children that we see in Ukraine, mainly because Ukraine is so densely populated. This would be like waging a war in New York City. Uh, but even the population, I think, of, of, of Gaza... Uh, per square mile is more densely populated than that of uh, of, um, of of New York. And, and the other bad thing about Gaza, though, is that 50% of the population are children. So they've got a very large child, a child population. 
Um, yes, I'm convinced that what we see in Gaza will go worldwide uh, as soon as they're empowered yes. and they've paved the way. And it will go that way, Bonnie. And the reason it's going to go that way is because there's something else that people may not be aware of. And that is that um, with we, we have this binary system. Uh, there are some that believe that uh, we're going to start seeing things as early as April that will make it very difficult to keep it hidden from the public view any longer. Uh, I've known for a number of years now that there would come a time where they could not hide it. And when I say they could not hide it, uh, one of the reasons we've done chemtrails, well, there's two reasons. One, it was for terraforming the earth. Second was the... Uh, or actually, I guess you should say three. Then another reason was to try to help um, obscure the view of what's coming. And yeah. uh, so, yep. yeah. We, so we can are, hardly see cool. out. On a clear night when the chemtrails are gone, um, well, not on a night. You know, like at sunset when the sun is not so bright, you can right. see. You can see other planetary or universe bodies there there there's something else around our sun okay yeah, uh, uh, that that chemtrail what that does bonnie is it actually causes um a reflection uh, it reflects light back into the universe so even though when the vapor is gone what people don't see this lingering behind is a type of material that reflects back out the light that comes in. Uh, so yes, the sunlight will penetrate that. The moonlight is very close. But uh, things that are more distant, even like Jupiter, Mars, Venus, things like that. Uh, in other words, a new celestial body could be coming in the distance and you would never see it uh, yes. because they can, they can do just enough to reflect that light to where it's not visible. I have read that one day we're going to get up and it's just going to be right there and the earthlings are going to be overwhelmed. Speaking about World War III, I know that Revelation says the first four um, uh, horses, uh, which is really the entry wedge for the, for the globalist empire under Satan, says that in, in, in short, uh, one quarter of Earth's population perishes in that series of events the red horse white horse and, and then the pale horse uh but i'm not sure uh, going from the uh incidents of adverse events and deaths from the vax the west the christian west was hit much harder than other places of the world so I'm wondering if these first four horses are not also going to punish the West. ...resources to do it as a nation, in fact. But instead of putting our financial resources into feeding the world, sharing the gospel of Yeshua with the world, no, instead we went over there, overthrew the nation so we could take their resources, bomb them to oblivion, uh, We've caused more death and suffering in the name of democracy. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately, the name of democracy is what caused the, the believers. What would she say? No, the federal government is not going to fulfill its 
constitutionally mandated responsibility. And Roberts, I mean, of course, he voted in favor of of uh, of Obamacare. Uh, he's been a sellout since a long time and i i have read that there are, nobody gets on the supreme court unless they are blackmailable so anyway um that, that goes for politicians as yep, well yep <laughs> yep yep uh but i'm afraid okay texas has said okay we're we're taking a stand here we're going to you know our razor wire stands then oklahoma and florida said we're going to send our national guard and now now today trump is calling for all national guards to flood to texas and uh support texas in the uh securing of the borders i'm afraid that we're going to have the uh, inauguration of Biden all over again, which uh, which resulted in January 6th, where innocent people were beckoned and invited by Trump, and then it turned into a bloodbath. But this time, once the amassed National Guards are there from as many states as possible... Do more than that, Bonnie. He's already... Uh, look, he got with China... The Chinese have armed the cartel uh, to the to the teeth, uh, and the way that he's able to get that pressure is the Chinese also from the cartel. They found out all the politicians and their families that got kickbacks and money and stuff like that from the 80s and 90s. So that's why a lot of them turned against Trump in the first place was because they were already sold out. But uh, yeah, the, the Chinese, too, it was already agreed upon that if we ever got into any kind of civil unrest, the Chinese would be there to back up the White House uh, to help put down and to bring order back into this country. Uh, this is why Justin Trudeau uh, invited the Chinese over and, and brought them here. And we have a massive amount of Chinese troops up in Canada, not only Canada, uh, we got into some confrontations with the Chinese already up in Alaska. Uh, they were trying to take over bases up there, Bonnie. Whoa. And uh, and our military had to step in. We had some mothballed bases we weren't using. The Chinese have been getting more and more involved in taking over that. Uh, it's been kind of difficult to know if it's nationals or, or actual real Chinese. Uh, if you recall, though, we had uh, here over the last year, uh, I don't know how many months back, but we had uh, Chinese ships uh, that were patrolling up near the Alaska uh, coastlines there, really agitating the U.S. Uh, with their presence there. But then you th you couple that with the Chinese taking over some of those bases up there. It sounds to me that they're 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 getting ready, whether or not. Uh, the military is fully complicit. Um, I guess it depends. You have some parts of the military that know that Biden is is, is whacked out of his mind and, and, and doing some really crazy things. So, and I know I'm focusing more up on the northern end, but the whole reason for it is, though, is because whatever happens on our southern border, then they'll bring the Chinese through the northern border because we will be totally off guard, not expecting that. So you got to keep in mind, the southern border can be your diversion. 
And that diversion could open the northern border to the Chinese military. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, yes. Well, Russia has already said they want to take uh, uh, Alaska back. So, yeah, from the north. And that is what, um, uh, you know... There's a reason for that, though, Bonnie. It's not that Russia just wants uh, Alaska back. We have the Black Pyramid there in Alaska. Russia has a greater relationship with these alien demonic entities than we do. Uh, we go into space uh, as a you know side saddle to the Russians. Uh, in fact, just the other day, uh, I was told because I asked about the space shuttle that we had that was taken down that Christy McCullough died in the school teacher. I said I've always wondered. Mm-hmm. Was there more to that than just some kind of something went wrong with the space shuttle? And the answer was yes. And I said, well, then why did it go down? So the Russians were ordered to shoot it down. Uh, to, to, or I, I'm sorry, not shoot it down, but sabotage that, that mission. Who was the ones that ordered them to sabotage it? He said, those little green men that, that, that they have such a close relationship with. And I said, why would they do that? And uh, the counterpart that I have there, he said, I don't know the real reason behind it. Why? I just know they're the ones that ordered it. The Russians complied. And, of course, the rest was history. And because of all the other things going on, we didn't make a whole big to do. We just whoever was in our uh, our uh, whether it be NASA or whatever, they they help cover it up so nobody would ever know about the real reason for the downing of our space shuttle. Operational, um, very top secret thing. It's not made from stones from this earth. It's a black substance. Uh, it's we Our military does work with alien entities on it. The alien entities are the ones that operate it, know how to make it operational. And... Um, but they will not allow us to get close enough to that stone that's in there because, you know, the, the U.S. has always wanted to get a sample of it. Yeah. Uh, but these entities will not permit that to be done. And is, when you say it's operational, does that mean it is piezoelectric, uh, that it is uh, exuding demonic influence on Earth, or, or it is destabilizing our magnetosphere, weather? Uh, what does operational really mean? That's a very good question. I know that the pyramids can, uh, that you can generate electricity with them in a way that is totally unheard of. It's to where, uh, the way it was described to me, if you have an electric car and you're driving down the road, if you know the technology to use with these pyramids, uh, the car will charge even while you drive it. Um, But I have a feeling, Bonnie, that it has far more to do than that. I think even if you go back to Nimrod, and Nimrod talking about building a tower, that would reach heaven. He's not talking about reaching Pluto and Mars and places like that. No. You you have to remember, heaven is a dimensional realm. And uh, as Paul mentioned in his writings, you know, he said he went up to the third heaven and saw things that was not permitted to speak or something to that effect. I'm just kind of paraphrasing that. Uh, and, and he kind of alludes to as if it was like somebody he knew that had been there. 
But if you really watch carefully the way he writes it, he's the one that went there. And um, and then if you look at some of the other writings, what we have discovered about Paul, that or, or at least that are alleged that he wrote, um, they also deal with heaven being like in dimensions, other realms. Right. Uh, another dimension. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. I had another uh, question. Oh, it just skipped my mind. Oh, my soul. I wanted to know. Um, oh, do you think that the uh, power generating of possibilities of a fully functioning pyramid will be the energy that runs the final beast system to hook us all to the uh, quantum central quantum hub? Wow, I never even considered that before, but that's a very good possibility. I mean, our uh, our, our electric lines are going to be EMP'd or, or CME'd or something. We know they're not going to exist, and it would take years to rebuild this infrastructure. So there must be an alternative energy right. source. And with and that, that, that is true. You know, uh, we're true. way over time. Stephen, it's been such. It's been, I, I've enjoyed it. I hope that the listeners <laughs> have enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, um, St Steve, and uh, the, the listeners. Uh, blessings to you. But uh, this border stuff, uh, I think it is going to be a very rough February. I don't know, February 18. We discussed that in the first half. Uh, but uh, gear up. It's about to go.